everyone, and welcome to Mrs. King's Chronicles, a podcast for the fans of the show Scarecrow and Mrs. King. I'm Jen Peterson, and I'm joined by friends Lexi Fema and Taya Johnston. Sadly, podcaster Miranda Thomas cannot be with us, but she will be with us in spirit as we talk about another great episode filmed in Europe, Germany this time, with season two's episode 23, The Times They Are Changing. After we chat about the guest stars and all the fun episode details, We'll be recommending fan fiction and music videos that we think complement the episode. So as Jen mentioned, this is episode two of season two, The Times They Are Changing. This episode was filmed second as well. It first aired on October 8th, 1984. It was directed by William Wired, who we have spoken about several times before because he's directed six total Scarecrow and Mrs. King episodes, three in season one and then three in season two. The writers for this episode are Mark Lisson and Bill Froelich. They seem to be writing partners. They wrote four episodes and they did two teleplays. So the four episodes that they wrote are The Times They Are a Changin', Brunettes Are In, A Little Sex, A Little Scandal, and Murder Between Friends. The two teleplays that they did are To Catch a Mongoose and You Only Die Twice, and all of those were in season two. So both Mark and Bill were producers on 19 of the 23 episodes for season two. As far as the guest stars go, I'm going to be handling those today just because our friend Miranda couldn't join us. She did provide some of the fun information that we'll go ahead and chat about. So there's three total guest stars that we wanted to highlight today. The first is Simon Callow, and he played... Hattie Kemp in this episode. He has 129 total acting credits. He was born in 1949 in London, and he actually descended from circus performers, wow. believe it or not. Mm -hmm. So he didn't start acting until the 1970s. He was in a lot of one-off episodes, small TV movie acting credits, and actually Scarecrow and Mrs. King was his 14th acting credit, according to IMDb. So it was pretty early in his career. Um, he was actually in a lot of movies that were either nominees for Best Picture Academy Awards and also winners. So the ones that were nominees, uh, he was in A Room with a View, he was in Four Weddings and a Funeral, and he was in Howard's End. As far as the winners, he was in Amadeus, and he was also in Shakespeare in Love. Uh, a couple movies that I recognized him from were uh, Ace Ventura, When Nature Calls. He played Vincent Cadby, that pompous guy killing, or who wanted that bat <laughs> for the guano. If anyone's a fan, anyway, love it. Uh, random, super random, but I love it. And then he was also in James and the Giant Peach as the Grasshopper, which is an animated movie. So he's been in a lot of stuff. More recently and in the 2000s, he was in Phantom of the Opera. He was in two episodes of Doctor Who as Charles Dickens. He was also in Gallivant in 2016 as Edwin the Magnificent. And the most recent popular one, he was in Outlander as the Duke of Sandringham for five episodes. The last credit that he's got right now, he's still active, but is or was in this year, 2018, in A Christmas Carol as the narrator. So he's an Englishman. He is. How funny, because yes. he was played in an American. Yeah. That's funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he seems seems pretty talented. He's a busy guy. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Those are good movies that he was in, too. Mm -hmm. I know. I do love Ace Ventura. I totally nerded out there, but I think it's a super Oh, no, it's fine. Uh, I like uh, James and the Giant Peach. That was good. Yeah. I don't think I've seen James it and the Giant produced, Peach. It was produced by Tim Burton. Nice. Uh, good yeah. call. Yeah. Produced by Tim Burton. Yeah. In 1996, British-American musical fantasy film directed by Henry Salick. 
Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good movie. I haven't watched it in forever, I know, but I remember really liking movie. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice and creepy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so the next guest star is Lee Patterson. He played Matthew Hearns. He was born in 1929 in British Columbia, Canada, and he actually died in 2007. Mm-hmm. So the reason I'm bringing him up is he was pretty active in the 80s and 90s in um, a lot of one-episode type parts, but specifically he was in the A-Team, MacGyver, Hunter, and Zorro. So. Oh. He has that deep, deep voice. It's very, you know, very deep. Yeah, yeah. I recognized him right away. Oh, he good. must have been on all my shows. <laughs> Especially Hunter. Yes. Yes. Too true. Uh, so his last credit was in 1994 in a drama called Healer. Um, but again, as I mentioned, he passed away in 2007. Okay, the last person is Sky Dumont. He played Baron von Iger. He was born in 1947 in Argentina. He has 120 acting credit. A fun fact about him, his name is actually Caetano. They spoke English in his home, so they nicknamed him Kai. But due to a miscommunication, when they said, this is Kai, it came as, this is Sky. So he ended up getting the name, um, or his name turned into Sky, rather. That was actually a tidbit from Miranda. So thanks for that, Miranda. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So as far as his work, um, he is really popular in a lot of German projects, specifically with radio and TV. um, And he does a lot of the German dubbing for uh, foreign movies. In 1999, he was in Eyes Wide Shut as Sandor Svost. And he, in 2003, also published his first crime novel called Prinz und Paparazzi. Hmm. Yeah. So those were the top guest stars that we did into this week. And uh, we could probably move on to the synopsis. All right. All right. Nice that's segue. all I got today. <laughs> nice segue. Thanks for yeah. filling in, too. Yeah. Okay. So in this episode, Amanda wins a trip to Munich for her and her family. Or does she? Actually, the agency set the whole thing up, and she really isn't blessed like her mother tells her. <laughs> Poor thing. And what she's there to do is to contact an American expatriate who is mixed up with a bunch of really bad guys, German terrorists, and uh, they're, they're there to get him out uh, at his request. And uh, to keep Miranda close to our hearts today, since she's not able to join us, chaos ensues so the episode opens with wonderful shots of munich Mm -hmm. and churches i mean it's just it's beautiful and when i was there i can honestly say i went there because of scarecrow mrs king so cute when i was 17 i was like okay i'm going to europe i am seeing i'm seeing salzburg Mm -hmm. and i am seeing munich (laughs) and i'm going to see that damn glockenspiel and you know what it was broken. Oh, so no. It didn't, what? I, didn't, I didn't get to see the night fall or anything. I was oh. so disappointed. So disappointed. But broken. I did I did get to go to the Hofbra house, which is where they go. And uh, it, it, it was an amazing trip. But, yeah, I was so disappointed yeah. I didn't get to go there. But I did get to see Salzburg and see all mm-hmm. the beautiful um, castles and That's ghost right. castle yeah. and all that. It was very fun. But mm-hmm. uh, it was totally my trip. Uh, was completely to see all the scarecrow things, <laughs> and I was I was only seventeen, so I I was a closeted scarecrow fan because you know that was just there wasn't the internet there to wasn't the internet all your to know that there were other people like me that were <laughs> totally obsessed. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna go visit my brother in Germany, and so they're like, well, where would you like to go? And I'm like, oh, you know, I 
heard Salzburg's nice in Munich. And <laughs> I was reading the Skybook. Like, and Tager and Z, and they're like, oh, I don't know if we can get there. I'm like, oh, that's okay, but what can we get to? You know. <laughs> so we went to all the places, mm-hmm. and I came home with the best souvenir too. You did. I did. I got. I, I met my husband there, so uh, I obviously we didn't get married there. But, uh, <laughs> it was a whirlwind courtship. <laughs> yeah. No, but you should have uh, got married at the Glockenspiel. <laughs> it was broken, Jen. <laughs> Well, like my heart. <laughs> no, we got married um, several years later, but when I was 21, but uh, 17, I met my mm-hmm. husband in Germany. Yep. Yeah. Super isn't romantic. That funny? It's the cutest thing ever. <laughs> so cute. I did get to go to France too, but that they didn't. I wish I wish Scarecrow would have gone to France. I think that would be really like cool. If they like season four, they yes. could have gone to Paris. Totally. Oh, Missed that opportunity. Been so cute. Can you write a fanfic about that? Putting in a request. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll see what I can do. <laughs> I'll just whip that up in between yeah. everything else right now. I'm not stressed. I just want to keep you busy. You've got a lot of things to do. So Well, it was disappointing, though. I seriously went, and, and mm-hmm. I went to Munich just to go here. Yeah. And it was freaking broken. Mm-hmm. I was so, so disappointed. Yeah. But I did get to see it, and I got a bunch of pictures on my cheesy little camera because yeah. we didn't have cell phones back there. Can you imagine, Lexi? Excuse you. I used <laughs> Polaroids and disposable cameras. Which really? I know was still, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Do you but remember? You never knew if your picture turned out or not. Yeah, right. you didn't. You had to you you, and you mm-hmm. didn't, and you couldn't waste film. Right. So you couldn't take like twenty shots yep. like you do now. Right. Like, oh, I'll just take a bunch. Yeah, because you'd have to bring through. like a bunch of cameras. <laughs> and mm-hmm. no, I remember that. I had a little like seriously. I don't know what I was thinking. I go spend all this money to go to Europe, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> and I buy like a thirty dollar camera, <laughs> and it was like neon yellow. I remember that. <laughs> And it was 35 millimeter, and it was cheesy as heck. But Aww. I still have the pictures. That's so cute. Yeah. I think we all had those cameras. I, I know, but, you know, you're going to Europe, and you have this little bitty camera, you know. I'm seven, a barely 17-year-old, and I'm just like, click, taking, click, 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 taking pictures. <laughs> it was funny. Well, if it was a bright colored camera, then you stood out as an American. Because oh, totally when you go When you go to Europe and you have bright pink or anything, it screams American because yeah, yeah, they true. don't like those colors. Yeah, that's so true. <laughs> they must have paid certain people and then not paid other people. Then so other people were just in the crowd, but then yeah. they had other people that were fillers, you know? Because mm-hmm. they had this one woman. I think I showed yes, you. yes, this yes, yes. One woman. She's like an old German. Yeah, very stern looking. And very, very mean, mm-hmm. intimidating looking, you know? <laughs> Maybe the Mrs. Marston equivalent. Yes, Germany, like the German version. But not as attractive. Mm-hmm true yeah yes and uh but she's in like all the the, the still photos that yeah. they have from this That's and you so actually true. see her in this episode mm. uh, quite a bit she's yeah. just like standing there like looking and she's like totally listening to their conversations and stuff it was really funny and it is hot as heck and kate has got on like a jacket and a shirt which yep. is probably long sleeve it mm-hmm. is long sleeve you can see it at the yeah. end she's got to be dying in that i would never do it it is so hot there mm-hmm. Even Beverly. Daddy. Yeah, Beverly is too. You're right. Oh, I love the Glackenspiel. One day you'll see it. So this is probably where that one still comes from with uh, Greg and the photo, the camera. Remember yeah, that one we used? right. The Glackenspiel does play a part in this episode, besides breaking my heart every time that I don't get to see it. <laughs> and so there's, yeah, that's pretty much that picture. Yeah. And there's that lady. She's mm-hmm. got that bright red hair. Yep. Look at her. She's like totally engrossed like, in their nah, conversation. Nah. That's so funny. I wonder who she is. Mm-hmm. Everybody kind of moves in there. So in the script, yeah. 
which we do have the final draft dated June 4th of 1984. Mm -hmm. And in this opening of the script, it's got a really odd stage direction. Mm -hmm. And it says, no, please shoot two versions using each Amanda's speech. And then right below it, they have them sitting next to each other side by side. And there's one word difference. Who would have thought I'd be in Europe for the first time in my life because of a coffee can? Okay, now do it again, Amanda. (laughs) Who would have thought I'd be in Germany for the first time in my life because of a coffee can? Like, seriously, why would you need... Yeah. Please make sure. I I figured that was because if they were showing it in America, you would say Europe. And if you're filming, if you're showing it in Europe, you would say Germany. So there was two cuts for where it was going to be shown. But this, so this episode was still... It was uh, filmed in. twice, so they would have already done the first European episode in London, right? Wasn't that number one? No, this one? one This one was number two. The first one was uh, Charity Begins at Home. Oh, that was the first film. Okay, so that's why so they this is had the first Europe film, versus... But this is the first filmed. Okay, I get that. But they're still, they're in Munich. So obviously they're in Munich, so... But if you're, if you're showing it in Europe, which I'm sure the show is pretty popular in Europe, you wouldn't say Europe. You would say Germany. If, if it's not filming it, if you're showing it, if it's airing in Europe, you would say Germany. Right. And if it's airing here, you would say Germany. So, well, well no, because I if, don't know. If she'd they never been to Europe. Europe before, then they would say like, oh, I can't believe my, like maybe they were intending this to be like the first episode. Oh, they I weren't see. They were sure if they okay. were establishing just, the order. It just clicked in my head. Yeah. Okay. I maybe. I, don't, I mean, I don't no, know. You're right. That totally makes sense now. Yeah. I was so blocking. I wasn't even thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> That it's, I forgot that it said I'd be in Europe for the first time, but it's I'd be in Germany because mm-hmm. they weren't sure what order. Yes. Totally makes sense now. I, okay. That's what I was, I was, my mind was going one way and not yeah. thinking of any alternative, you mm-hmm. know? Anyway, so that I thought that was kind of funny that they yeah. would do that, but that makes more sense now. I bet actors have to do a lot of that stuff, which would drive me crazy. Yeah, Bruce, <laughs> you know, I mean, just the angles. Okay, now. Say it this. Say it again because we're gonna film it from this yeah. angle. And here, say this again because we're gonna film it from over here now. And now right. we're gonna do it. You know, it's like, geez, Louise. I would get so annoyed. I know. You'd, yep. you'd want to spice it up just to be, you know, keep it different. Yeah. <laughs> and not bore yourself. So they're walking through. They're in the plaza. They had just watched the Glockenspiel <laughs> where the, the knights fall. That lady. It's yeah. so funny. Anyways, Dottie tells her. She goes. How do you pronounce this? She goes, let's pronounce it number 10. <laughs> I counted every coffee bean in that can. And do you know what your lucky number is? And Amanda's like, no, what? And then she's kind of distracted. She says 1,638. And Amanda's like, gee, I always I hope my lucky number would be seven. <laughs> I don't know why you count all the coffee beans in a can. Oh my gosh. That's, honestly, that is that really is something I think Dottie would do. I, yeah. I would not I do that. I can totally see her doing that mm-hmm. though. Not me. I'm saying I can totally see Dottie doing yes. it. I would never waste my time doing that. No. But I can totally see her doing that. And then, oh, my lucky number is 1,638. Yeah. Like, what? And then, anyway, so this is where Dottie tells her that she's blessed. You know, mm-hmm. she's she's like, my grandmother had the same thing, a special touch. Mm-hmm. And, and Amanda's like, oh, no. And then she, she goes, you're blessed. She goes, that's very sweet of you. So now she's not believing it. But then later on, she brings it up, and she seems so disappointed. <laughs> I know. So, you know, she pretends like she doesn't uh-huh. believe her mom. But then later on, it seems like she kind of did. Mm-hmm. Her face is excited. She yeah. Yeah, she's definitely for just sure. being sweet, she's Amanda. Fun. Like, oh no, couldn't yeah. possibly. Yeah, no, <laughs> no. and I never win anything, so I can feel her pain and joy. 
I know. I never win anything either. (laughs) Well, it could be because I don't win anything. I don't play anymore. So it's like a self-perpetuating problem. (laughs) Saying is you can't win if you don't play. Right. Yeah. And I'm always like, I'm not going to win. So I'm not going to play. Anyway, so they're walking around and then Amanda looks, just happens to look across and she sees a very handsome young dashing man. Correct. In a great suit. In a gorgeous gray suit. And she's she's like, what? Uh, what is he doing here? And then she looks around <laughs> and she can't see him. And there's that back of that lady's head again. So then they're walking down the street towards an alley Wait, area. Right there sitting in the thing. You know what? Instead of, instead of slug bugs. <laughs> we need to spot the red wig. Do you see her? Oh, yes, I do. <laughs> She's yes. sitting right She's there. Right there. Are we just going to track the redheaded lady? We're going to track the redheaded lady. That's like number five, I think. That's amazing. So Amanda then is looking in the window and shopping and the others get ahead of her. And then she, it's so funny because Kate like puts her arm out, her elbow out so that uh-huh. he can grab it. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. Because otherwise, you know how hard they grab her all the time. And even so, this was pretty rough, but at least You're she made right. it a little easier on herself. No, she does get manhandled quite a bit, so... Yeah, she was anticipating it, but it is cute. But he, he looks so good when he comes yes. back out of the oh alley and looks. God. Oh my gosh! So good. He is. <laughs> it's it's honestly, it should be illegal. Yep, it's a criminal. That's like my look favorite part, probably in the whole snail. series. <laughs> just keep jumping out of the alley. Come and then back he puts out of the alley. His hand in his pocket, and you're just like, oh my. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're all just like seriously. I feel like a pervert because I mean he's like. Here's the thing: we can Google him because years old, but oh my god, like he looks good, and I'm tush, sure he'd like to hear that. His tush looks pretty cute right there because <laughs> he's got his jacket pulled he because does. of his pockets. Oh, mm-hmm. anyways, mm. and then his haircut. I think his he got a new haircut. So good. Look at the way he's just looking at her mm. and his little eyebrows. When his eyebrows, eyebrows do that. Oh my. Anyways. So. What's he even telling her? Are you paying uh, yeah, attention? <laughs> Do you need me to rewind it? Looks, I don't mind. Look at the dimple right there. Look at that pause. I know. Gosh, damn. <laughs> well, it's good that we commemorate it with. Yeah. Isn't this the picture for. Yes. Yes. Our MPC this podcast. Is, this so is our we commemorate MPC. that moment of yeah. yumminess. Um. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I love how when he pulls her out of the street mm-hmm. and pulls her in. And then they both come back out and look to see if mm-hmm. anybody saw that happen. It's so cute. Yep. I love that. Adorable. That is from our uh, logo, though. Mm-hmm. Our original logo. Yes. Without our cheesy little faces. Not cheesy. She's like, what are you doing? He's like, he doesn't even say hello or anything. He's like, be at the Friedenzingle in one hour, alone. Be sure to bring a camera. You're a tourist. Well, thanks for letting her know. <laughs> She's yeah, like, I mean, Frieden, I'm usually what? a defender of Lee, but... I don't like him in that. I mean, that's too he's so obnoxious. Yeah, he's so just <laughs> direct. Do it. Yeah. Like you're on here, like, here on my dime. You're, you know. Yeah. I am the Almighty Lee, and you need to meet me. <laughs> at the Almighty Lee. <laughs> yeah. I would have been like, what the heck? She's like trying to. She's trying to find it on her little map. She's like Frieden, Frieden Zingle. He's like Frieden Zingle, and he's like Angel of Peace, tall gold statue. Okay, she's been here for like two days, maybe. Mm-hmm. He's like, number 11. So then she's like, number 11, number 11. And she's like, Wait, number goes. 11 in my book. Number 11 in my book. She goes, other. And then he's gone. She's like, Lee? <laughs> Again, left w- sitting there talking to herself. Mm-hmm. This is what happens when you put him in that suit. He just I has know. to act like, oh, yep. no. Cocky little bugger. <laughs> like he's in that suit. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Jeez. But uh, that is a cool statue. Mm-hmm. Really tall. So interestingly, because uh, I was wanting to learn a little bit about Germany. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
that angel fell and broke in the early 80s and it, when they were visiting when they were filming this it had just been put back up oh my, oh my gosh in, 80, in 83 they put a new angel wow. a repaired angel i guess her wings are a little bit different because um they broke, they broke. <laughs> but um oh my so when they filmed it was like just opened like hmm. that's awesome. really cool like, Good, good the research. For yeah, you. yeah the Glockenspiel was broken. <laughs> well, see, I was there in 1990, so yeah, so the angel thing was already well fixed, obviously. Wow. Yeah, which which I like. You know, it's a nice reminder of peace, mm -hmm. times of peace between yeah, wars. For sure, between wars. Yeah, exactly. No, that's Apparently, interesting. Hmm. Yeah, so I guess her wings, if anyone cares, her wings were a little steeper when she was repaired. Oh. Huh. Hmm. Very cool though. Yeah. yeah. I would hate to have that thing coming down on me. I tell you that. I know, right? I wonder if the liability. God, I oh hope God. it didn't break something. Mm. Hurt anybody when break it did. Someone. <laughs> I hope it didn't break uh, yeah. on someone. You yeah. know what I mean? So she's uh standing near the statue and looking around for a Mr. Stetson. Mm -hmm. She brought her camera like a good little agent in training. Yes. And then he's looking all touristy. Yet in that suit, he still doesn't look touristy to me. Nope. <laughs> Would never take him for a tourist in that. No. He's like, Amanda, we need you for a simple assignment. She's like, oh, I'm sorry. I can't. I'm on vacation with mother and the boys. He goes, uh, not really. She goes, yes, really? I want a trip. He goes, no, you didn't. She goes, yes, I did. He goes, no, the contest was rigged. We wanted you to win. Billy set it all up. Seriously, why couldn't they just tell her? Yep. She goes, you mean I'm not blessed? They wouldn't have liked that at all. I would have said, yeah. you guys, you know, yeah. hey. You got to tell plus, me. Yeah. You kind of need to have permission to take someone else's life, risk someone else's life, you know? And even though it started out kind of innocent, like, yeah, oh, you're just delivering messages, clearly it escalated to, you know, life and right. death situation. Yeah, as always does. Yep. It always does. And she didn't ask for that. No, nope. right. He just went on vacation to Munich. Yep. So right. Yeah. And why would they pay? Why would the government pay for four people to go when they only needed her? And she already went to London on her own. Yeah. Well, it is a great cover, but still, it is. You but have it's to a little elaborate, you know. Like yeah, I know. If I were her, I would have been like, "If anything happens to me or my family, I'm gonna sue you guys." Yeah. yeah. Right. <laughs> It's so funny though. She goes, "You mean I'm not blessed?" And he goes, "You're not what?" She goes, "Mother said that I had a special." Never mind. <laughs> I know. I felt pretty bad for her. Just so yeah. you know, I was so excited about it. <laughs> I mean, I never won anything before. Look, this could be a simple conversation. <laughs> Why, so Why don't I talk and you listen? That is so rude. She goes, "I don't think I like this." Uh, give it to him, man. Give it to him, little turkey. He could have said, you are special, but you didn't win this trip. Thank you. Even so. Exactly. I yep. think we got her on our team now. Yes. She's, she's going with us on this mm -hmm. now. I think we just Definitely had to shake uh, Miranda. Right. I think she was intimidated by Miranda. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Love you, Miranda. We miss you. She's like, I think by now that you should probably trust me. Very good. Way to stand up for herself. Heck yeah. You should have told me I was coming to Europe on assignment. Would have been simple, fair, and honest. Yeah, but he's not. Look at him. He looks at her so angrily. I know. So much passion. I know. In her, <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what? I really like his tie, too. I know. The whole ensemble. The ensemble is just bellissima. Love it. Mm -hmm. The simple thing to do is not to tell you anything more than you need to know. Oh, you know what? Stick that need to know up your 
knows. Also, how often does she make mistakes? How dare he say that she that she makes suspicious moves and makes mistakes? She solves your cases, sir. Yeah, and saves your butt in the process. Saves the agency's butt. Weird. Many butts are saved. In case uh, you're just tuning in, we're Team Amanda all yeah. the way. <laughs> and what's she going to pack? Like a Glock in her... I know, right? <laughs> I mean, she's not going to give anything yes. away. Yep. Yeah, exactly. I don't want you getting yourself into trouble, okay? And she just kind of was like, I'll just be a tourist. Mm-hmm. He goes, good, good. Now a man will be contacting you with a message. Just bring the message to me. She's like, that's all? Yeah. We got a free trip to Europe for that. <laughs> The man who is contacting you with a message is Hadfield Kemp. He goes, you might remember him as Hattie Kemp. She, and then she joins in. Yes, he was a student radical. Yeah, I, I heard one of his speeches once. Look at his hand around her. Mm-hmm. Like, is that necessary? Yeah. I mean, I, I love like it, but. Uh, I wasn't sure if it's because he was pretending to be together. a tourist with her. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, like to kind of for their cover. Or if he just really cared, I wasn't well, sure. No one's what are your thoughts? Well, the Asian guy was right next right, to him. But then he's gone and he still had it his arm around her. Let's see right yeah. now. Well, I mean he continued it for a period of time. I know, I'm just wondering right now if it is. Yeah, it is. He's helping her down the stairs. Yeah, it still is. He's just a gentleman. I think it's just a gentleman thing to yeah. do. Chivalrous chivalrous. So he explains the job, and she's like, I think this sounds like a job for Francine. He's like, don't worry. He's a speechmaker. A terrorist would smell an agent in a second, but not a tourist. She goes, what about a nervous tourist? He goes, look, everything is set. <laughs> München, Brauhaus, beer garden tonight, which means the Hofbrauhaus. They have Oompa Loompa music. I loved it. It was so cool there. This key unlocks the door to an exclusive beer stein collection, where each member has his own private stein. Also has a code number to a special mug, which you must use. This is how Hattie will know who you are. Well, you probably know because you were there, but I was unaware of all the history behind the Stein and locking them up. Yep. Man, serious business. I did some research, too, on the Hofbrau House because of a story I was writing, which I still halfway through. It was actually messed up in the war from the bombing from yeah. World War II. So they had to rebuild a lot of it and, and, and uh, all that. It's, it's a really cool building. Yeah. And it's all picnic tables, you know, so you just mm-hmm. sit down and you're just sitting next to people you don't know, I you know. And these like women, that. the waitresses yeah. come out and they bring these signs full of beer and they weigh. So when she grabs, when she gets that beer back from the bartender, and it's heavy. I mean, it makes your wrists like almost snap off. It's yeah. so heavy. And she didn't even get a big stein. Right. That, and it's not even full. Those ladies would carry like four or five at a time of these Wild. things. Seriously heavy. I mean, I couldn't even pick one up without mm-hmm. having my hand under it. Yeah. It was so heavy. It, it is a very cool place. They have, they, you know, they play the, we call it Oompa Loompa music. Mm-hmm. You know, it's accordion and, oh, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff. It's really, it's really fun. You can't, you can't be antisocial there. So you probably wouldn't like it. I would hate it. It's really cool though. And the people are so nice. Yeah. It's I'm very sure. cool. Mm-hmm. It's very cool. It's just an interesting concept. I mean, like a locker room for beer stein. Yeah. Isn't <laughs> no, Because they're all locked yeah. up yeah. and yeah. special. Mm-hmm. Yep. Everybody's got a unique it's one. It's cool. And it is cool. It was, it's a... The history there is amazing at the Hofbrau House and also just in Germany, yeah. period. But it's really cool. Well, I've always seen those steins around and never really yeah, we have some fully here. understood the cultural mm-hmm. significance. Yeah. 
Yeah, we have a few from, because my husband grew up in Germany. He was an army brat, so mm-hmm. we have a ton of German stuff, you know, from yeah. him growing up. You know, he's got his, it's got a walking stick with all the pins that they give. So they would do these really long marches, you know, like walks, and it's Volchmarch. And so he would go there, and then they would give you a special pin. So if you were did it in, like, Oberammergau, you would get one from there, and it would have Oberammergau, and then you would add it to your walking That's stick. That's cute. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. And then they had the hat, the German yeah. hat, like... um uh, Volkenauer wears in mm-hmm. a later episode, mm-hmm. and they would have pins all over that. So we have all That's those. Cute. It's really cool. But um, we have a ton of those signs, and yeah. each one is so unique. It's very cool. Well, it's interesting because in my other life as Ernie the camera, <laughs> I was looking for videos, and someone posted the German intro to Scarecrow, Mrs. King. Oh yeah. And the one scene that they've inserted into the intro is Amanda with her Stein dancing around. I'm like, that's very relevant. Yeah, (laughs) super cute. She's like, what in the world am I going to tell my mother? Like, how is she going to get away from her family? She's supposed to be on vacation, and she's in Germany. And he's like, he goes, be inventive. Okay, (laughs) so, you know, I I can get past the fact that they use this particular bad guy house in all the, the Washington, D.C.-based episodes. Yeah, air quotes think, all over that. Yeah, mm-hmm. thank you. Because, you know, you could say, well, maybe that bad guy went to jail and they rented it out to another bad it's guy. It's already a bad guy layer. It's already on the bad guy it's radar. On, it's on their radar. <laughs> but how the hell does that same house get to Germany? That's what I want to know. Great like, how? question. How? And I have to say, um, went to that house in California mm-hmm. and it is amazing mm-hmm. amazing i mean the grounds the house itself it's just beautiful and huge it looks stunning i can't even imagine having the, the upkeep on that it's really yeah, really good cool point, the upkeep. so many things have been filmed here but mm-hmm. nothing i can't imagine anything's been more filmed <laughs> used <laughs> more than in scarecrow yeah. as the bad guy insert bad guy name here right. uh for this it's Pretty so funny layer. yeah mm-hmm. it's so funny well, maybe it was hard to get a residence over there yeah. that they could use. Well, they use it. I mean, Jen, they use it for sudden death as the dormitory in for the football players. Mm-hmm. They use it, the estate for the guide dogs in the Brunettes Are In episode when they do the charity thing. It's also used as Edinger's estate in Any Number Can Play. And then it's used in the bad guy in The Wrong Way Home. It's, it's used so many times. It is kind of a good, big, formidable house to oh, have. Oh, it's so pretty. Up on a hill and kind of. Yeah. So then we actually get to meet Klaus von Eiger, and he's very douchey, I have to say. Agree. <laughs> he just seems so douchey. And then there's two people who are also bad guys. And the reason you know they're bad guys is because that woman looks pure. Evil. evil yes <laughs> with that leather jacket and that and that expression looking face yep. oh she just looks evil she's like a serial killer or something she's always like can i kill him can i, I kill know. him like seriously yeah. i want to kill him she is the epitome of what you think of when you think of german female assassin yeah. like this is that Cold. woman yeah yeah like blonde straight hair yes stern expression mm-hmm. has no joy in her life at all except <laughs> <Right>. from killing <laughs> from killing yeah, yeah. And even then, she won't crack a smile. Right. Yeah. She'll just bathe in the blood of her enemies. <laughs> so she Ooh, keeps herself nice. looking so young. <laughs> she does seem just like so yeah. like, she just seems like she's so bored with everything. Yes. 
And then the other guy's like such a doof. Mm-hmm. He's like, you know, always playing that damn flute. <laughs> yeah, do you think he's really playing that? No, I don't think so. It's no. such a weird thing for them to have him do. To yeah, like I know. That's why I was wondering. Maybe he has I don't weird think so, talent. But, but maybe. <laughs> He's like, what can you do? I can play the flute. Okay, play that in this episode. <laughs> Actually, I have this one that I just carry around in my pocket all the time. Boom the bar. <laughs> play it. Play it. Um, yeah, so they are the Reed Baden group, and they some bad, bad people. Mm-hmm. And so they're, they're already concerned about Hattie, like, turning against them, and, you know, so they're keeping an eye on him. Yeah. And they want to make sure that he's still with them, so they're going to make him kill the next victim. Mm-hmm. Inga, like you were saying, she always wants to kill mm-hmm. somebody. She's like, well, you know, what if Hattie's turned against us is pretty much narking mm-hmm. on them. And uh, he goes, well, then Christmas comes early for you, my dear Inga. Kill him. <laughs> She's probably like, yeah. ooh, yay, yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Uh, if I must. Uh. So then they're at the Hofbra house, which they only show you the beer house, but it's the Hofbra house. Mm-hmm. It's hilarious that he's in that Hawaiian I know, shirt. It's he's wild. so like cliche yep. tourist. tourist. But who wears a Hawaiian shirt in Germany? Americans. Do, do they really <laughs> yeah. wear Hawaiian shirts? Yes. They, I know that they're really bad like about dwarfs. wearing like USA, like pro USA stuff. They yeah. really shouldn't. But I wouldn't think that they'd wear a Hawaiian shirt. Oh, the geeky, nerdy ones. But he's yeah. not a geeky, nerdy one. But. I know. No, he's not. So there's music playing, uh, and this is makes it seem very um, intimate. The mm-hmm. Hoffman House is, is bigger than than this, but mm-hmm. they make it seem like it's very intimate in here. <laughs> Everybody's having a good She's old time, a though. Do they swing them around like that? <laughs> they, they, the signs? They, they, the signs they do, and you have to hold the bottom because they're damn heavy. God, you could really club someone on the you head really with could. one of those. <laughs> so she goes and gets, and the, the one she's holding is very small. I mean, that's an average size one, but the beer steins that they have um, at the Hopper House are like these leader ones, and they're huge. He definitely did just get a haircut. Yep. Definitely. FTD, fresh to death. Fresh to death? Is Sorry, that what... that's a Jersey Shore thing. I was going to say, I've never heard that. <laughs> yeah, FTD, fresh to death. <laughs> Super fun. Um, she's like dancing along, getting really into it, and swings around and spear all over Lee. Yeah, I love that part. It's hilarious. And she's like all sticky now. She's got it all over. <laughs> See, that the one that guy is holding, mm-hmm. that's how big those yeah. are. And they're heavy without the beer. And then they're even heavier with it. And she starts drinking it. Hottie comes up to her and he's like, the music's not, not exactly Bob Dylan, is it? And she's like, I like the Beatles more. He's like, yeah. But in the script, he actually yeah. says... He doesn't do a little more. Yeah, he actually says, this music, not like Crosby, Stills, and Nash, or Bob Dylan, is it? And in the script, she's like very distracted by all the music and everything, and she just laughs and keeps on singing with everybody. And then she realizes, oh, that's the phrase I need to... And she's like, oh, and like, oh, that's the code phrase. And she's like, oh, wait, Beatles. I like the Beatles more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was wondering about this part with the Bob Dylan... Yeah. Because well, that's the name I of the episode. Figure, yeah, I didn't make that connection. Oh, you didn't? Because I was thinking, well, not until I watched it this time. Oh, how funny! Because I was like, I knew that Bob Dylan sang that song, but I'm like, why did they call it this? I, you know, the times they are changing. You know, what's the point of that? Because because of the night, the the Glockenspiel when the time when the time changes, it's when but the time it, changes. The, song, so the times the they song, are changing. I thought because the song is more related to like. You know, unrest and movement within, 
like a society, like a country. And yeah, it's I didn't it's, see that it going works on, on here. Both, it works on both because you have the Rebodden group who are, you know, going against the government and, and terrorists, right? So it's like that civil unrest type, type stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you also have the times, like the Glockenspiel time, yeah. the literal time is changing, right? Mm-hmm. And and the, the, the changing of the guard kind of thing. Right. So it works on both levels, actually. Yeah. Yeah, well, I know she mentioned that he was a hippie. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so it could be he's changing back, too. I mean... He was, he went in this direction, and now he's coming back to the United States yeah. and defected. Three ways. Yeah, I know. I wasn't sure. Look at that. It works you know, on all different levels. Yeah, yeah I wasn't sure what the meaning of the title really was, but anyway, I thought I'd ask about the Bob Dylan reference here. Yeah. Because it's just like this music's not exactly Bob Dylan, is it? Or that's his. <laughs> that's what he says. That's his yeah. code word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. And as I have to say, as a humongous Beatles fan, the fact that all of my favorite things have melded into one thing. <laughs> you got my scarecrow and you got my beetles. It was like, oh, mm-hmm. <laughs> for me, it was like, oh my God, they're talking about the two things I love most. <laughs> I, I have kid, to go know? to Germany. <laughs> <laughs> no, that didn't come there right now. That didn't come for uh, seven oh. years late until seven oh, years okay. later. Yeah. Tarnished. Or maybe uh, six years later, maybe six or seven years later. But yeah, definitely. It was very cool though. You know, I was like, you know, them talking about happiness as the warm mm-hmm. gun. And it's like, that's the Beatles. That's the White Album, yeah. you know? It was very cool. Anyways, my, I, I'm geeking out on both my thing, my favorite so things. So cute. Right? So he says that. This music is not exactly Bob Dylan, is it? I like the Beatles more. Yeah. Especially the White Album. That number, Happiness. Is a warm gun. You really are a tourist. Yes, I really am. I'm here with my mother and my two boys. Well, I don't mean here. They're not here, here. They're back at the hotel in the Hilton. I am a tourist. Would you like some beer? No, I can't stand the stuff. Well, in the script, she's like, how can you live in Germany and not like beer? He goes, no, I can't stand this stuff. And then Amanda says, I like the way the bubbles tickle your nose. How can you live in this country and not like beer? He goes, you can't. They're driving me crazy. You have a rather dour outlook on things. Are you always like this? Lady, people are trying to kill me. That put a damper on your day. She says, you sound just like your speeches. He says, the agency needs to get me out quickly before I'm forced to kill someone. Kill someone? (laughs) So so funny that that's that doesn't ring true for amanda for me you know yeah yeah when she's dancing around with her stein she also says in the script something like they almost clonked my head yes everybody's swinging the steins all over and i'm thinking yeah that could actually happen and you would get (laughs) knocked cold too for sure well isn't it also that francine is a waitress in the script yes and that's where you see that picture of her with the dirndl oh that makes sense yeah I wonder why they cut that out. I don't know, because it would be cute to see her in that. Yeah. She was cute in the picture. Yeah, because yeah. I was kind of wondering where the heck that came from. <laughs> yeah. It's super cute, though. It would be nice if they put together a compilation of missing scenes or bloopers or something. Yeah. I know. I know they never will, but... So he explains that he is going, you know, he's going to be forced to kill somebody if he doesn't get out of there soon. And he's like, I don't know who it is, but I know I've been elected to complete the first hit. She goes, you can't say no. He goes, I've been doing a tap dance with these crazies for 15 years. Up till now, I've managed to avoid their violence. If I don't go through with this now, they'll kill me for disloyalty, you know? 
these people play for keeps over here. He's got an added, like a chip on his shoulder. Mm-hmm. She goes, who are you supposed to kill? He's like, I won't know till just before. That way I can't warn anyone or back out. All I know is it's an American here in Munich. 48 hours when the night falls. Well, I can see why you'd want to leave. There's another reason. I've just learned I have a son. So he's got a seven-year-old that he's never seen before. The mother was killed in a car accident and he didn't he wasn't aware that he even had a child and now he needs to step up and be this child's father because he doesn't have another parent so of course that just tears at her heart you know and she's like well i and he's like people can change you know she didn't say anything Mm -hmm. sometimes even for the better she just kind of was like okay i didn't say anything and then yeah the times they're changing yeah there you go (laughs) he's changing yep so he wants to get the agency's answer now, you know, mm-hmm. tomorrow. So he tells her to meet him at the St. George's Church at 10 o'clock. And then he gets out of there because Inga and mm-hmm. her cohort uh, just walked in. <laughs> the party can begin now that Inga's yeah. here. <laughs> Why don't they just get Inga to kill him? Because we all know how much she loves to kill. Well, just... <laughs> because they want they him want... to get his hands dirty so yeah, that they know, know. he's mm-hmm. part of their team and not, you know... But she loves it so much. I know. Oh, she gives Amanda a snide little look, too. Because mm-hmm. she obviously saw him talking with her. Yeah. God, she's got beer, like, dripping down her chin. Yeah. <laughs> now they're out shopping again. It looks like they've done a lot of shopping. Mm-hmm. Free trip to Europe, you got a lot of spare cash. Oh, uh, I guess so. That's true. So the kids want to go swimming because they're kind of done with shopping, as I know how this is, because my boys always were done with shopping. Mm. Dottie takes the boys back so that they can go swimming. Mm -hmm. And Amanda needs to do a a little more sightseeing, she tells them. And then, not looking as dapper as he was, uh, Lee shows up. And he's like, so what would you find out? She's like, did you know that he has a little boy? The mother was killed in an automobile accident. It's one of the reasons he wants to go home. He's like, I'd say that's a a damn good reason. She's like, yeah. And he's like, did he tell you anything else? She's like, we got to get him out of Munich. He's in a lot of trouble. I know that. Now look, we're supposed to meet Billy and Francine. Then you can brief us all at once. She's like, I'm sorry about the beer I spilled on you. I don't think it'll stain. Oh, she touched him, mm-hmm. touched his lapel. She goes, I don't think it'll stain, but it, if it does, some people say that you can use beer to get out of stain. I don't know if it's an old wives' tale. Amanda, please. It's not important. Right. Meet me at the Arcaden in two hours. He's like, number 22 on your map. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, she's never been there, sir. Mm-hmm. She's like, easy to remember. Number 22 in two hours. I do like Francine's outfit. I think it's kind of, it's definitely 80s, but mm-hmm. it's sharp for the 80s. And I really like that color. It, that color is gorgeous. And I mean, the scarf is pretty too, that soft blue. Yeah, it Where's is. Francine's more teal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nice. Mm-hmm. I still think they're all wearing a lot of clothes. It's so hot. I don't know why they're all so mm-hmm. wearing, so, it's in the middle of summer right mm-hmm. there. So. so Amanda is meeting with Billy, Lee, and Francine and giving them a debrief on what she learned from Patty. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Billy's like, well, if what you say is true, then the clock is really ticking. We, you know, we have to get him out of there. We have to stop the assassination. It'll be pretty damn hard. You know, we don't know who's been assassinated kind of thing. Right. And Amanda's like, Hattie's very nervous. And Francine in the script, Francine's deadpan. I wonder why. She's like got such an attitude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, this could change our priorities. She's And she's like, can't you stop these terrorists? And Francine's like, now why didn't we think of that? She's got that ever attitude going. Mm-hmm. And then Lee explains, the trouble is that, you know, they don't know who is in the group in the Mm -hmm. first place and they don't know who the target is it's not a large group about 30 members spread all over europe 
So they're obviously filling in the audience, but they're telling it, mm-hmm. you know, through Amanda. Mm-hmm. They attack in small groups and they're totally ruthless. Well, if, with Inga, if Inga's any uh, example of them, <laughs> I think we know. <laughs> they're already dead. She's like a true mongoose. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you're right. Yeah. Female mongoose. Yeah, she's yeah. the female version of it. Very cold, but I think she's even colder. Yeah. Than the mongoose. Yeah, I think so too. Well, that goes along with our theory that we talked about, you know, that in one of the earlier episodes that they try and make the women when they're bad, they're really yeah. bad. Yeah, I think like, you're Like there's right. no there's no ifs ands or right. like if you're bad, you're bad. Not yeah. like with the guy where they try and where like, they give a little redeeming quality. Yeah. Like he's charming mm-hmm. or he's very handsome. So or, funny. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. But this one's actually very believable. Like I'd be oh, scared yeah. of her. <laughs> Like, normally I'm like, okay, yeah, you're a little into me, but she's, like, hardcore. So Amanda's still concerned about Patty, and she's like, they could kill Mr. Kemp. And, and he goes, wouldn't see his son. And he would never <laughs> see his son. That would just be awful. Well, the I think dying would be the worst part, and then not seeing his son is also bad. Right. <laughs> and then Billy's like, we'll get him out. I'm arranging for a United States Army transport plane to be put on standby alert. He goes, that, that leaves you, Amanda. She goes, that makes things quite a bit different, doesn't it? And then the little dimple show. Mm-hmm. Hey, Amanda. And the tie bar. Oh, the tie bar, Jen. Mm-hmm. Although I don't, <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm not a big fan of that outfit. It's yeah. not bad. It, I just, I'm, I'm, I like the tie. I don't like brown in general. Yeah. I like his previous. Yeah, that previous one. Man. Yeah. I mean, that's. I think that's probably where he got his, the tailored, tailor. his tailoring mm-hmm. done there. And that looks pretty mm-hmm. good. He's like, hey, Amanda, your part in this is still safe. Oh, really? Is it? Let's check back mm-hmm. in a few minutes there, Lee. Yeah, I wouldn't be believing it, them if I were her. I know, right? I mean, seriously. After at least 20, this is now the 23rd time she's worked with them that yeah. we're aware of. There's probably more, you know, in the right. fandom, you know, whatever. But, dude, she can only fall for that line so many times. Yep. He's like, deliver the second message and... And continue to act like a tourist. She goes, because they would never do anything to hurt a tourist, would they? <laughs> He's like, no, no, they wouldn't. <laughs> really? Right. Again, let's check back in a few minutes, Lee. <laughs> I love Francine's face. She's like, uh, yeah. let's not tell her. No one tell her anything. <laughs> what she doesn't know won't hurt us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so then we have the chiming of the towers. And they're in the St. George Church, which is beautiful. And, and it's just, I mean, they're... They're like a dime a dozen that like there, mm-hmm. you know? That's yep. how they all look. It's crazy. It's pretty empty in there. And Amanda walks in in her little trench coat. Again, it's summer. And she's got a scarf, a sweater, a long sleeve shirt, and a trench nope. coat. Nope, nope, nope. got to be so hot. So she comes in. Uh, there appears to be a priest at the altar. And Amanda goes near the front and sits down and waits Hattie to show up and Hattie comes in and sits down a few behind her straight behind her but a few uh away he's like don't turn around someone might be watching she should be used to this by now right she goes in a church he goes they blew up four churches last year oh nice group of people yeah <laughs> she's like oh my gosh what's the agency's answer they'll take you out tomorrow by army transport he goes, that's funny. She goes, no, no, it's the best way. He goes, no, I believe you. It's just ironic. All those times I protested against the army, and now they're going to save my hide. Do you have any further information about the intended assassination victim? <laughs> she's so precise, but she's asking. He's like, no, no. If they could postpone getting me out of here by a couple of days, I might be able to come up with something. I could call it 
a way for making up from past mistakes. So I think you're right, Jen. He is trying his best to change mm-hmm. and kind of make up for some of the bad things he's probably done. Yeah, and he kind of ties it in somewhat to protesting, and that kind of fits with that theme of yeah past, for the civil change the, and yeah the civil yeah. rights and stuff. That's interesting. Yeah, but Amanda's like, no, you can't wait. They might kill you, and you have valuable information. He's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> Tell the agency Emmeramschul in Bogenhausen tomorrow, 10 o'clock. She's like, right. And again, she's talking to herself. Your son can be very proud of you. You're a very brave man. (laughs) And she just sits there and she's like, Mr. Kemp, are you there? And she turns around and he's gone. And then the priest comes up and says, He's gone, Amanda. Thank you, Father. You weren't there. Yes. You weren't there. Is it all set? In Bokenhausen at 10 o'clock. Good. Billy's got the plane all arranged. So I guess you can go back to the hotel and have a happy vacation. Will you take it from here? Yes, Amanda. I will take it from here. I'm doing what I do. Right. Entschuldigen Sie, Vater. Hätten Sie Zeit für eine Beichte? Ich habe Ihnen viel zu erzählen. Ein Moment bitte, mein Kind. she say she wants me to hear a confession you wouldn't no i wouldn't that might be pretty interesting yum i'm sorry but he even looks good there and i feel very dirty having the thoughts i'm having about him (laughs) in that outfit nope i could have a lot of fun with him in that outfit you'd have fun in that outfit In Bogenhausen at 10 o'clock, she said, he's like, good. She's like, yes. He goes, Billy's got a plane all arranged, so I guess you can go back to the hotel and have a happy vacation. She goes, you'll take it from here? He goes, yes, Amanda, I will take it from here. You don't have to be so condescending. Mm, The way he looks at her, I swear to God. (laughs) (laughs) Bring out the fan in this episode, please. (laughs) He's he's like, "Uh, I'm doing what I do. And then a blonde woman comes up. It's so funny. She's like, she speaks Mm. in German, and she tells him... (laughs) So in the script, when he comes up, he goes, he's gone, Amanda. Amanda jumps again. She looks at the priest and sees that it is actually Lee. Amanda says, you? Were you here all that time up there? In the twinkle in his eye, yes, my child. Then, <laughs> then, then seriously, he says, is it all set? He said the Chinese pagoda in the Engschlinger Garten, 10 o'clock tomorrow. He said, good. Billy's got the plane all arranged. You should go straight back to the hotel and have a nice vacation. Okay, then she goes, are you going to be all right? I intend to be. I'm doing what I do. I'll worry enough for the both of us, she says. And then a very attractive blonde, a parishioner, approaches Lee. (laughs) And in German, she says, excuse me, father. Would you be available for confession? I have much to tell you. Excuse me, Father, I've sinned. Please help me. And then Lee says to the blonde in German, he says, Ein Moment, my Kinder, which is uh, a moment, my child. And uh, and then he steps aside with Amanda and she says, What did you what did she say? She wants me to hear her confession. She goes, You can't. I mean you wouldn't. He looks at the blonde. No, you're right, but I bet it'd be pretty interesting. <laughs> but there's nothing in the script 
that prompts her to slap him uh, with the little guy she has mm-hmm. in her hand into the in his gut. It's so funny. So I think that's kind of like added on. It's really cute. <laughs> but it's so funny. He's like, I'm moment, meaning one minute. She's got to wipe that smug off somehow. <laughs> I know. It's so funny. <laughs> and she's like, oh, <laughs> that look she gives him is the same look she gives him in the first episode when he's when they're at that awful party mm-hmm. and he's, oh, yeah. and those women are like all over him and she's like yeah. look listen i got a call an important call i'm waiting for right. can we get, yeah. hurry this up kind of thing so then we hear the flute being played now are we all ready are we are we prepared to see the absolute worst stunt double <laughs> of the series of the entire series <laughs> i might even argue in the entire world. Oh, that's strong. It is the worst. Okay. The worst. Here we go. It's embarrassing. Obviously, I understand why they couldn't use Kate to do it. However, yeah, see, he's not that really playing flute. that flute. He's not. She can, she can have her run, jump in, and the car comes by without with her. Yeah. So she's walking down the street, and she's like, how would you like that thing sticking out of your ear? Inga's not pleased with the flute. Mm-hmm. And he, he says... He said, there is something wrong with someone who doesn't like music. <laughs> right on, dude. She's like, we, we'll kill her now. Kill her first and get the Baron's permission later. She really has a thirst for it, yep. man. They start driving down the street, and they're just coming right after her. And she kind of hears it, and she runs. Now, this is where it's bad. That is so not Kate. Yeah, it's really bad. <laughs> it's I don't think it was necessary. Mm-hmm. It's so bad. Like, and you if you pause it, it's... It's this older woman, like, oh, geez. <laughs> it's really bad. And then this dashing, I, I'm like, I can't even stand it. there. I can't mm-hmm. even. He's not. Um, do you think he's good looking? I actually do. Do it's you? It's that salt and pepper hair. Mm. Really? Yep. Wow. No. Do you? I don't find him attractive at all. He's because of the way he wears his pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's cute. Okay. His to pants are too high, and it's just, no. I don't mind high pants. Yeah, I don't like uh, high pants either, Jen. I have to agree not, with you. So it just I don't know what kind of car he's driving, but it's a very expensive looking one. And he picks her up and the Baron mm-hmm. now gives her a ride back to the Hilton. Yeah. So now he knows where she's staying too. Yeah. And he's filling her in. He's being very charming and mm-hmm. filling her in on all these uh, stories about duchesses and, and all this. And a funny little story about how this duchess poured uh, champagne down this guy's pants mm-hmm. and and stuff and she's she's like laughing he gets out to help her out and then she's like it's like she's embarrassed like she's not doing you know not being charming enough or something i don't know mm-hmm. like self-conscious yeah don't you think he's yeah tall. i i would I not have really gotten cute. the car with him i, don't, I, I don't care if he has a fancy car i'm in a strange country yeah i, don't know, I know that was weird and there's no way i would have gotten in the car right and and she should be on high alert anyways i mean she knows i mean after this long a year, it gives she some knows. credence to the agency's concern with not telling her right? about the mission from the start. <laughs> right. She's still very naive. Is he? Now, okay. I will. I'm going to think of this. I'm going to try and think of this as I don't know he's a jerk. Mm-hmm. And Weasley, he has nice 
bone structure. It's the jaw and the salt and pepper hair. And eyes. His, he has nice eyes. So I can see, I think it's, I'm so... Um, he's no Dirk, but uh, he's cute. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's like five feet taller than Dirk. I know. But I can see where he's a good looking guy. Yeah. It's just, I think I'm so skewed because I know he's such a jerk and he's, you know, a bad yeah. guy that it turns me off. I know that audit, when they're bad, yeah, you're like, no, I'm not interested at all. Yeah. And, and I'm like, there's probably something redeeming about it. <laughs> <laughs> or at least for yeah. one night he can be redeemed. <laughs> In a different role, so let's say. It is hard for me to put that aside. Uh, when I know they're a bad guy, isn't yep. that funny? I'm trying to think of if there was a good, a, a bad guy that was I thought was a redeeming. I don't know. I don't think so. That's so funny. So it's not that I want a goody goody. You know what I mean? Like I want a little yeah. bad guy, but I don't want like just a. I think he's a schmuck. You know. He is a schmuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's why I think it turns me off on, on him. That's all. Just purely for aesthetic reasons, not his character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, that's what character. I'm saying. So if mm-hmm. I put aside who I yeah. know he who he right. is, yeah, he's a good looking guy. Yep. And he's super tall, which I love tall guys. Mm-hmm. So. so he invites her to a soiree at his place. And she's like, oh, well, thank you very much. She's like, there'll, there'll be other Americans there. And that clicks. You can tell it clicks mm-hmm. in her head like, oh, I might want to get into that. You know, mm-hmm. she's like, well, let me see. You know, I'm, I'm here with my two, my mother and my two boys. So, okay. She says Philip's 10 and Jamie's only eight. No, they're not. Yep. We talked about 11 this and nine. in she's, Mongoose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's got it wrong. Why don't, I don't, they're not, this isn't the Simpsons. They're not perpetually in first and second grade, you know? Mm-hmm. They're they're ten they're eleven and nine at this point. Yeah, like you're their mother. Don't you think you should know that? And now she does look like a legitimate tourist. She has her family with her. Yeah, for sure. Which even though he I seems don't think to that's already a good idea. know. Yeah, he I know <laughs> mm-hmm. he already knows that she's not a tourist. Yeah, doesn't he? I mean, at this point, I think so. Yeah, I think he's pretty suspicious. Yeah. So she gives him, you know, kind of an, uh, a blow off, but maybe, you know, like a maybe. Mm-hmm. He gives her his card and he's like, the bone structure in your face is most beautiful. And then he picks off lint off her coat. That is so weird. Mm-hmm. And then he kisses her hand and then he clicks his heels. That's so yeah. weird. <laughs> and she's just kind of thrown by that. She's like, okay, whatever. Mm-hmm. I think she likes it at first, and then she's like, oh, my God, this that guy's is, crazy. Yeah, this is a little over <laughs> yeah, the top. Yeah, two weird ticks in a row. That would probably just... Yeah, that's a weird thing. Yeah. Now, one of my favorite scenes in all of the, the series is this one where she goes into the revolving door, and then he gets in with her, and they keep going. And the look she gives him, like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it's very cute. And he just scoops her up. Yeah, he does. And it wasn't in the script that way either, so that's kind of cute that they... Yeah, it is. I know. I noticed that, too. It's super cute. I love that. And they're holding Holding hands. hands. He's totally holding hands with her. This is a cute scene. I like them Mm -hmm. like that, side by side like that. He goes, well, what did he tell you? She goes, well, uh, he told me that my bone structure (laughs) in my face is lovely. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, oh, well, that's real vital information. (laughs) Yes, it is, well, sir. Yeah. She's happy for someone yep. to say something nice about her. Yep. Look know? at his face, Come though. On. His little smile on his face is funny. Mm-hmm. He's like, anything else? <laughs> <laughs> well, he did tell me that he's having a little soiree at his home tonight. And he invited me. Because she always gets invited to all the parties mm-hmm. you want to go to, Lee. That's one reason you should keep her. True. He said that there will be other Americans there, too. He goes, good, good. We'll have to find out who they are. Amanda, you've got to be more careful. You saw the accident. He goes, accident? <laughs> He goes, yeah, yeah, I saw it. I was too far away to do anything about it, though. But you were worried. He goes, well, unofficially, yes, sure. 
What does that mean exactly? I was hoping you could run a little faster. She goes, I was hoping I could run a little faster too, but I don't have my running shoes on. Which actually in the script he says something different. It's kind of funny. Well, I don't know what it means to be unofficially concerned. That would He would be officially concerned because, yeah, in the script it said something like, that they put a lot of time to invest into Amanda's training, and so it would be a loss if she got hit by a car <laughs> and died or something. Right. But so it seems like he would say, I was officially concerned as opposed to unofficially. I don't know. It's kind of just a weird way to say it. Well, in the script, when they first meet up, when he grabs her, you know, when like in the scene where he grabs her out of, of the revolving door, she goes, Lee, you scared me. How do you keep appearing out of nowhere like that? He goes, picked it up in spy school. Who was that guy? <laughs> It was like he's like, yeah. you know, jealous, mm-hmm. little jealously. We'll have to find out who about the Americans, what Americans would be there. And then the script, it says, at least he kept you from becoming a hood ornament. You wouldn't, you should be more careful. She goes, you saw that. He goes, yeah, but I was too far away to do anything. But you were worried. Well, unofficially, I mean, we've spent a certain amount of time and effort training you, not to mention what it costs the agency. Yes, let's not mention that. He goes, I was hoping you could run a little faster, too. She goes, my legs were going as fast as they could, but being scared to death sometimes throws my coordination off a little. Besides, if those kids hadn't been drinking, she goes, Amanda, the people who almost ran you down were pros, not some drunk kids. So then they figure it out. And then she's like, well, I've got to get back to mother and the kids. He goes, Jamie and Philip are having a blast in the hotel pool, and your mother's getting a well-deserved suntan. They couldn't be doing better. Gee, we didn't have to come to Munich to do that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where would they have gotten the pool otherwise? I know. Well, I think she means that for them to get a suntan. Oh. They probably had a... Technically, Lexi, there was a pool across the street from their house. It's a fountain. <laughs> no, no, no. There's actual. Oh. There's an actual pool right, mm. literally right across the street from mm-hmm. the house. They actually use it in A Lovely Little Affair, too. Mm. Nice. Yeah. They're holding hands again. That's so cute. Maybe they saw you with Hattie. I don't know. Does that mean I'm in trouble? No. No, you're not in trouble. That's why we are here. Okay? Right. Billy and Francine are waiting for an update. She goes, no, no, I should get back to mother and the boys. Don't worry. They couldn't be better. Believe me. And then this is where she says, you're looking after them. You're looking after me. And he just kind of shrugs like, well, that's just who I am. So then he puts her in the car and then we're back at the batty house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the Baron is really mad. He's like, your pathetic attempt on Mrs. King, you know, could have really blown things and I can't believe I've associated myself with the likes of you. He's really ticked, kind of scolding them, but they don't seem really upset. Mm-hmm. He goes, if I hadn't suspected your stupidity, I wouldn't have followed you two all day. I knew you'd try something ridiculous, he says to Inga. But she met Hattie at the beer hall and then at the church. She could be jeopardizing our operation. I know that. What I'm really surprised is at is you, Ortiz. <laughs> like I expect that from Inga. <laughs> Why the hell did you let her do it? I'm not sure. Well, that is a reassuring answer. Why don't we kill them both, Mrs. King and Hottie? Because, my dear Inga, I want her to become my come to my soiree tonight. Why not just call it a party? I know, right? So pretentious. Mm-hmm. We'll deal with her there. As to our friend Hattie, he's gone underground after your botched attempt to kill Mrs. King. Either you find him or I'll find you. They're looking at each other like, oops. She's like, I'll have to bring the boys, a mother and the boys here. It's one of the most beautiful places. You hardly even looked. He goes, yeah. And he, she, he, she goes, you hardly even looked at it. He goes, huh? Oh, I uh, spent the summer here once. At the castle? Yeah. Doing what? And he gives her a look. She's like, I don't want to know. <laughs> What's with her hair? So. It looks soft. It's 
it's like all it's like it went down and then up mm-hmm. but it's like all one piece it's yeah i wonder if that's a added piece of hair or something good point i wonder i love that outfit though it's really cute mm. oh so they're going through who famous americans are going to be there mm-hmm. and amanda's like jason styron the the playwright she goes well i read about it after they all give her a look mm-hmm. he goes all right listen up people there's going to be an attempted assassination sometime tomorrow possibly before nightfall that's the only clue we have. And Hattie is still in danger. We don't have much time to get him out. She goes, let's not forget that he does have a little boy waiting for him. None of us are forgetting that. <laughs> well, I'm sure we're not, but I just wanted to remind us. Because family is very important. <laughs> all right, we're going to have to cover all the bases. Scarecrow, you and Amanda go to the Baron's party. Keep an eye on Matthew Hearns. I'll cover Randolph. And Francine, you stay close to Jason. Siren. Any questions? And Amanda's like, I have a problem. I can't go to the party. Why not? Well, I assume it's black tie and I... And, she, and then Francie's like, you didn't bring a gown. No, sorry, I didn't. How can you come to Europe without a gown? Well, I didn't expect to meet a baron. <laughs> you see, I didn't know that I was here on agency business. Hashtag if I had burn. known I was here on agency business, I probably would have brought a gown. But I... <laughs> she goes, well, it's okay because I'm here on business and I brought a gown. Uh, it's a good thing, huh? Because I'm ready for anything. What, like, she thinks, at this point, does she think she's going to just take Amanda's place and, like, take the invite? Like, he doesn't know her from Adam. No, I think she's just saying, in general, like, if if Francine would have been in a similar position, she would have been prepared. Because, you know, she's Agent Francine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Talk about chips on their shoulder, right? Yeah. She goes, but she worked, I'm sure she worked really hard to oh, get I'm where sure she is. Oh, I'm sure she did, but like she's, And Amanda, so as much as we love her, chip. she still just literally stumbled into her role. <laughs> yeah. Like stumbled into it. Well, she did get pulled into it. Yeah. She was Yeah, they set by. her up. Yeah. Yeah. She was just walking by. I get it. No, I, I think you're talking about from the very beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She, she got pulled in. Mm-hmm. He grabbed her. And Billy's like, well, he's like, well, um, he goes, it's a good thing, too, because you're going to lend your gown to Amanda. I don't think that's a good idea. It's an original. I mean, th- it, this is three months salary. And besides, it wouldn't fit Amanda at all. Does she think it's too big or too small? I don't know, but I love how Billy's like a few nips and tucks, and it'll be fine. So obviously he knows she's got they got to bring it in for her. Well, Francie's yeah. a little more curvy, whereas Amanda's like a slim, yeah, slim dim, yeah, slim tiny thing, petite. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so funny though. It's like a few nips and tucks. Francine's shorter. Mm-hmm. They're both thin. Yeah, but. But Francine's curvy. Yeah, she's, like, she's more got, curvy. She's uh, a little more voluptuous. Yeah. <laughs> not, I mean, a little bit more. Yeah, I mean, a little bit. A little bit but more, but compared not like to, a, to yeah, Amanda, in who is... Yeah. I just mean, because Francine, yeah, I mean, Francine's uh, petite, too, is all I was trying to get across. Yeah. So now Amanda's going to borrow Francine's outfit for the soiree. Soiree. And now we're back at the hotel, and she's wearing... I, I, I can't even... This outfit is... Ugly as <laughs> it's it's, uh, she, it's like, like she's got her earrings yeah she does so why would she bring her fancy earrings if she didn't bring a fancy well, outfit i would call your earrings pretty fancy and you usually wear them every day maybe francine has the Those same earrings super fancy yeah <laughs> well sometimes people only have one really nice pair but yeah. but why would she bring them if yeah, she wasn't right, planning right. to bring an outfit yeah, right. like if she 
You wouldn't wear those with anything. But I like mean, that I would never thing. bring earrings like that anyway. Like if I wasn't going to be wearing them the entire time. So I see what you're saying about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just funny that they're the exact one she always yep. wears. But why would she bring them? <laughs> you're right. It's <laughs> funny. Yeah, this sweater reminds me of like a blue spotted cow. The sweater. You mean the, the uh, jacket? The jacket, like yeah, that beaded okay. jacket. I just don't. Yeah. Imagine. Oh, I'm sure it's super expensive, but it's just very odd. Yep. It is odd. And Dot even calls it a wild outfit. So Yeah, she's got a brooch on there too, Jen. Did you notice that? Yes, I did. So this is where, of the boys, this is where they get the intro mm-hmm. for in the opener. When the boys go over the seat, this is what, what they do mm-hmm. from this. Uh, you know, they both go, yeah, like that. Right there, mm-hmm. that, that part. They want to go see the Glockenspiel again. And she's like, you want to see it again? And they're like, yeah. She's like, all right, we'll see it again tomorrow. And then she's very very sentimental here because I think she's thinking about Hattie and his mm-hmm. boy and she's like I am very lucky to have you both mm-hmm. and they're like oh brother as boys will do you know she's like and I love you very very much ma how come you're getting so mushy she's like this this isn't mushy this is mushy and that's so cute <laughs> and then Dottie's over there writing postcards <laughs> To people and uh, and how Amanda sees who she's writing to, I do not know. <laughs> From all the way over there, she's like, "You're writing Beatrice Norton. I thought you couldn't stand Beatrice Norton." She goes, "You're right. I can't. <laughs> that is why I'm writing her, telling her that I won a contest, sending my whole family to Munich. That's why what I'm why I'm doing it. She'll be she'll be so terribly jealous. I mean, you don't mind if I tell a little <laughs> white lie and say that I won the contest." So Petty daddy. I know. She goes, no mother. I'm also telling her that you're engaged to a baron. She goes, mother. All right, all right. Dating. <laughs> Just dating a baron. <sighs> yeah, he was about to kill you or try yeah. to kill you. That's so funny. That outfit is bizarre. The baron comes in and uh, greets them and it, she introduces Lee to him. The baron is quite um, pompous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lee's like, oh, quite a beautiful home you have. He's like, how nice of you to say, Mr. Setson. Which he's, look at how tall he is. Even to, to Lee, he's a it little bit taller. It said he was like 6'4 or, oh, or really? something. Did it? Yeah. Okay, because he's, he's a couple mm-hmm. inches taller. Yeah. The lady coming up behind Amanda has a pretty dress on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the Baron is Sky, the guy from Argentina. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it said he was really, I think from it was Argentina, like 6'4". From Argentina, I didn't four, catch that part. Sorry. And three-fourths. Yeah. He's from Argentina. Yeah, let me look up the He looks so type. German. We'll, we'll keep chatting. Mm-hmm. He looks so German. He's fluent in German. Oh, that's why mm-hmm. he get, was able to have I think that. it was Argentina, I think. I think. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't look like it. So he's showing them his vase collection. Mm-hmm. And then he pulls off a piece of lint and, and like lets it go, and it flies right into her champagne glass, which is hilarious. And yeah, Buenos like, Aires. Pulls it out. Buenos Aires, Argentina. Ooh, and you said that so... And awesome. he Pause. is he's, six, yeah, six four and three fourths. Wow, so six five. So he's a lot mm-hmm. taller than uh, Bruce. Yep. Wow, like almost three the inches. The big man that can dwarf Bruce Boxley. I know, right? <laughs> wow. So they see Matthew Hearns, mm-hmm. and he's the goodwill ambassador. And Lee's like, "Get rid of the woman." She's like, "What? Get rid of the woman? I'll get rid of the woman." He goes, "Go on." Oh, I would. When you die, if you had to do that. Um. Yes, I would just. Honestly, I'd probably do a drive-by drink spell <laughs> oh, so that she go. was forced to go away. There you go. There you and go. I wouldn't have to interact at all. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, English. So she's like, well, there is a very handsome man in the hall, and I think he's looking for you. For me? Oh. 
oh, how wonderbar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seriously. And so she leaves, and then uh, Lee comes scooting over. I don't know why he had to wait. Because he wanted Amanda to do the dirty work. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, please forgive me. You know, I'm such a big fan. And he goes, it was it was my pleasure. And, and then she Lee comes over after she's done all the hard work. And then, God, he's good looking there. The like cat. that profile, the guy with a really deep voice, <laughs> Mr. Hearns, is, uh, you know, appreciative of them getting rid of the countess because uh, I think mm-hmm. she was getting on his nerves. Yeah. So Amanda's like, oh, well, you're the goodwill ambassador to Europe now, aren't you? And he's like, that's right. She goes, well, that must be wonderful. Well, as the song says, it's nice work when, uh, if you can get it. But unfortunately, one of my draw- of drawbacks there is so much to do, so little time. As a matter of fact, I have to prepare a speech for tomorrow night. If you'll excuse me, I'll have to say goodbye. How come he, he can get rid of them, but he can't get rid of the other ones, you know? I'll get rid of that lady, mm-hmm. though. Well, sometimes, you know, those types of people will just yeah, rattle on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looked like he was just sitting there listening to yep. her rattle on. He says how busy he is, and Lee's like, well, if you don't mind me asking, like, what's your schedule like? And he's like, in the morning I'm making a speech at the Glockenspiel after the puppets dance. And she goes, oh, my boys just love the puppets dance. So do I. I guess I'm still a kid at heart. Again, many thanks. Nice to see you. Very nice to meet you, sir. Mr. Stetson, good luck. Thank you, sir. So... Now they've figured out what his schedule is. So I think we can put two and two together and figure out what's happening. But he wants her to mingle. And she's like, mingle? He's like, mingle. All right, I'll mingle. (laughs) I think she's kind of figured out that it's just easier just to agree to whatever he asks. (laughs) Which, when he looks like that, how do you you blame her? You know, I mean, you just got to do whatever. She's good at ad-libbing, though. I'll give her that. Oh, for sure. Although, Jen, she does have a script to go with, so... Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm just talking to Amanda. I know, I know. I was just teasing. Check out this brown trash bag Inga's wearing. I, is it leather? It looks leather. What is he wearing with that bow tie thing? <laughs> yeah. That dress Crack. is very interesting. I like the cut at the top, but mm-hmm. I don't like the rest. He's at the top, and she's like, you know, can I help you? And he's like, oh, I was looking for the little boy's room. And she's like, well, it's not here. Turn around. And he did, and she cracked him. And then he fell. Okay, so now they're tied up. And this is another famous picture that we all have, you know, that we've all seen a bunch of times. And their heads, I love how their heads are, like, sitting, like, snuggled together. Yeah. They're, like, totally snuggled up together. Mm-hmm. And honestly, those ropes don't look like they're really nope. holding them down there, but whatever. Yeah, the chest ones don't. The ones on the, the chair do. The do, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, so they're sitting there. <laughs> and does, she goes, does your head still hurt? Hurt is not quite the word I'd use. Oh, how about throb? Yeah, good word. Now, in the script, they actually they talk about the flute. And uh, how about throb? He goes, good word. And then he glances at Ortiz. His flute playing certainly isn't helping. She goes, I think my hands are about to fall off. And then t- Lee says to Ortiz, hey, how, how about loosening these cords a little? Ortiz, no. He returns to flute playing. <laughs> and then Amanda says, a man of few words. She goes, what am I going to tell mother? She must be worried sick I didn't come home at all last night. She probably thinks she got lucky. She goes, I didn't even call. Tell her you were tied up. That's not funny. <laughs> it's true, though. Oh, he Well, again, it's serious. another country. I think I might have called the cops. Yeah, right? Because that, that is a little... The that's... fact that she just let her... Out of character. Out. Yeah, yeah, it's out of character. Daddy that. would never do that. Like, think about the doctor. Um, remember she was, um... The chiropodist? No. Uh, she kept calling and harassing the doctor. Oh, yeah, when Amanda. she was, when she lost, uh, yes. in, uh, 
I am not now. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And she was, I mean, she's like, where Although, would she have gone? Like, she was, that. yeah, but she was like yeah. mentally impaired at the time. So maybe, yeah. but she, like one of you guys just said, she's, they are in a foreign country. So yeah. that is a little, mm-hmm. although she knew she was out with a guy friend that she, That's or true. no, that she was out with the Baron. So ah, maybe she thinks yeah, she's making you're right. little, That's uh, a good point. little, uh, mm-hmm. duchesses and, or something. <laughs> I don't know. That is so funny. So now the Baron comes in. He's like, I'm sorry, my dear, for the inconvenient way you have been treated. She goes, maybe you'd consider letting us go. (laughs) But I doubt it. (laughs) Oh, she's excited again. Look at those shoulder Mm -hmm. pads. My goodness. She goes, let me kill them. (laughs) Did it ever occur to you that we might get some valuable information from them? I assure you, when the time has come to kill them, you will get the pleasure. Make sure their binds are tight, Ortiz. And lock the door from the outside. Yeah, because that'll keep them in. All those glass doors right there, that won't that won't bother them. So now they're gone. They've left them. Stupid mistake number one. And she's like, I'm scared. He goes, I know, I know. So then he tells her that they're going to scooch over and knock that very expensive Ming vase mm-hmm. off its pedestal. And then they're going to try and use that to cut their way out. So the wiggling is actually pretty cute. And it's both of them doing it. They're actually wiggling. If you look, I don't know how quickly they got there, but they actually are wiggling (laughs) over there. But then when they go to fall, it's not her, obviously. Mm -hmm. But I think it might be him. (laughs) It seems like they have the camera on him the whole time, if I'm not mistaken. He's like, come on, a little more, a little more. He doesn't seem that concerned when he's just like, brace yourself. I mean, he just doesn't. Well, (laughs) You might hurt yourself here. Yeah, it's not going to. I mean, they're not going to hurt. Yeah. too badly it's just, it's just so quick a, yeah it's just a, like a little thing this is cute though <laughs> they pull it toward them and knock the vase down and it breaks but now isn't that where they're gonna fall is right on top of that yeah you would have tilted it the other way but she's like soften the blow he goes here we go so <laughs> see it was him sitting there yeah in that chair it wasn't her when they fell but hmm. he's like are you okay she was like i think so i heard something rip Let's see if I can get a good sharp piece in the script. They tip over. Amanda lands with a thud. She hears something rip the gown. So in this, she's wearing the gown. And she mentions. Yeah. Yeah. She says I'm in the actual episode, I'm glad I wore the pants instead of the gown. Mm-hmm. But he goes, are you okay? She goes, yes, but I think I just ripped Francine's dress. He's like, don't worry about it. She goes, oh, sure. She's not going to kill you. Mm-hmm. It keeps going. He's like, damn. He glances at Amanda. Give me your brooch. We don't have much time. She's like, be careful. My grandmother gave me this. Amanda hands Lee the brooch. He opens it up with the pin. He opens it and with the pin tries to pick the lock. So there's a lock instead of tied. Right. Probably. Or maybe the door. They must be talking. Oh, yeah. They rush to the door. Sorry. So they rush to the door. Give me your brooch. We don't have much time. Be careful. My grandmother gave me this. She hands on the brooch, but it doesn't seem to have much success. Amanda goes, do you have a credit card? He goes, oh, come on, Amanda. That doesn't work. And Lee sees how serious Amanda is and hands over his wallet. Besides, he's not getting anywhere with the brooch. She takes the credit card and inserts it in the door jam, and it works. She goes, one, one time when Jamie was three years old, he locked himself in the bathroom. This is how I got him out. I saw it on TV on the detective show. Cute. I told you it wouldn't work. That's why you saw it on TV. Mm-hmm. Click. The door opens. She smiles at Lee. Tries to conceal his, he tries to conceal his own amazement. Her smile disappears as she removes Lee's credit card from the door jam. It's mutilated beyond use. He takes it back. Never leave home without it, he says. Come on, we don't have much time. 
cute. What was it? Was that American Express? Don't leave home without it. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Okay, I thought so. It was it was before your time, I think, my dear. Really? Yeah, I don't think they still. Maybe they still do it, but I know they did it when we were kids. That was like the big thing. She, it was so funny. She's like, "Is this gonna?" As he's trying to saw that thing, he is this gonna take long? He's like, "I'm trying the best I can," and he does get it pretty quick. There's no way it cut that fast. The ropes are like fluffy and yeah, soft. Yeah, they are. So then a cab pulls up and Lee and Amanda get out and they're at the and he makes her stay there. He he tells the cabbie to stay there in German and then he says, "You too, <laughs> stay here." He doesn't look out of place nope, at a beer so. garden with a nope. tuxedo on. If he just would have taken his suit and bow tie off, like a suit coat yeah. and bow tie, he'd yeah, look yeah. fine. Although he looks he looks good. Don't don't make him take that off. He looks pretty hot. I'd like him with less clothes, but that's me personally. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> so then Lee sees, wait a minute, he sees him drinking beer. He says he doesn't like beer. <gasps> Ooh. What the heck? Sneaky. Maybe he's having a water. <laughs> no, it was a, it was a beer. It, he, was, he had the beer up to his lips. Yeah. Well, this whole scene, I was like, how did they get there so fast at the same time? Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe they had to stop somewhere. Which, which I, the script has them stealing the Countess's cab. Because she comes out, I guess she oh. spent the night, maybe with the Baron, who oh knows. Oh, my. And so she's <laughs> leaving the next morning all rumpled. And they, they like, I don't remember that and, part. And hop into her cab. Because when I watched this, I was like, how did they get there so fast? You know, because then, you know, the terrorists come at the same time, basically. Um, you can't hail a cab that fast. No, 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 no. Well, and... In the script, you know, he, he has her wait in the cab, and then there's bullets flying, and, and they're thudding into the cab, and, and she she rolls into the front seat and rips another tear in Francine's gown, and she goes, oh, no, Francine's absolutely going to kill me. Oh my <laughs> so then gosh. she slips behind the wheel and starts the cab up. Mm-hmm. That's in the script. Hmm. It's kind of funny. Francine would be better off just getting reimbursed from the agency yep. on this yep. outfit and give her <laughs> three-month salary. <laughs> and she was smart. Yeah, yeah you would. That's so funny. Yeah, I, you can see why she would want to wear the pants. <laughs> yep. yep. Yep, yep. Although Kate always seemed to gravitate prefer, towards Yeah, them. prefer the mm-hmm. pants anyways. So now they're trying to get out. And then Inga and Ortiz just, like, open fire. <laughs> and the cabbie's like, oh, screw you. Yep. Just, see you later, guys. And yep. takes off. And Amanda's just left out in the open. And she's trying to hide behind stuff. Oh, do you see Lee? He just, like, totally shoved that guy, like, no, to get out of the way. <laughs> He totally shoved him. So then Amanda hides behind like a um, dumpster mm-hmm. and she's hanging on to it. And then Lee and Hattie run off. And Amanda's holding onto the dumpster and all of a sudden it starts rolling away. <laughs> and then it rolls right into the beer kegs and, and knocks out uh, Inga. So now Ortiz is in hot pursuit of mm-hmm. Lee and Hattie. And Billy's there looking for them and can't find him and he's running all over with the, the pullet's eye there too as well. Lee chases after Ortiz and Ortiz jumps on a motorcycle so then of course Lee's got to get on the motorcycle as well and then we get this whole long drawn out chase which you know the stunt guys are like yeah we definitely need a chase in here <laughs> and then the, the pullet's eye is like uh, pulling Inga up she's knocked cold by those kegs and then we have this really long motorcycle, like dirt bike chase scene. And then eventually Lee gets his man like he always does. It is through beautiful countryside. It is, but yeah. It is. <laughs> and it, man, it's up the uphill. Yeah. With up all those stairs, logs and yeah. stairs and everything. It must have been a miserable ride. 
Did you see the people like at the end of the chase, the mm-hmm. spectators after yeah. he pounces on them? Is that what people wear in just like casual everyday? <laughs> they have like the suspenders, like the full. Oh, like the <laughs> outfits on? You mean the lederhosen? Not really. Yeah. I mean, like, uh, no. Oh, he's not in full lederhosen. He's just wearing like a shirt and a vest. Mm-hmm. It just kind of looks like that though. Yeah. It's very similar to that. So, although, you know, it's Munich, they're in, you know, Bavaria, you know, area. So beautiful there. So the Polizei show up and they take care of Ortiz. And then he heads back doing wheelies uh, to uh, the main scene where they were, had the shootout. Mm-hmm. And Lee comes up. It's so funny because you know that wasn't him riding. <laughs> so right. he just comes out of the van like, oh, I just, you know. Yeah. I just I'm not windswept at all. Yeah, exactly. And so Francine's wearing a cute hat. I think she looks yep. cute in that. The whole outfit's cute, actually. Mm-hmm. Although she looks like she should be in like a jungle. <laughs> yeah, safari. Like a safari, yeah. So now they're talking with Hattie and he's like, he's convinced that it's Matthew Hearns that is the target. Matthew Hearns is at the Glockenspiel right now. He's supposed to make a speech right after the puppet dance. Yeah, but then he leaves Munich. Yeah, yeah, I know the timing's not right, but I know that Matthew Hearns is the target. Can you tell us anything else before you get on the army transport plane? Well, I was forced to go underground. It's not the kind of night that falls when it gets dark. It's the kind of night that wears armor. The Glockenspiel. Yes. That's it. That's it. The jousting knights. He's going to be assassinated when the Bavarian knight knocks over the red and white. Mother and the boys I... are there, and the chimes are so loud you could never hear a gunshot. No. No. Please. No. Mother and the boys are there. Come on. <laughs> and then not a Lee, not Lee and not Amanda get yeah. on the back of the motorcycle. <laughs> he he puts a wheelie up and she goes, gosh, put it down. <laughs> and then there's a great shot of, of the plaza. Mm-hmm. So cool. So now Klaus von Eiger is uh, just above Hearns and he's got like a cane that's apparently a gun. Mm-hmm. And he's loaded it now. And what's the deal with all those wheelies? I mean, come on. Look what I can do. Look what I can do. That'd be cool. Yeah, exactly. So then they get off and off the bike, and she Amanda sees Von Iger up Mm -hmm. there, and points him out, and then he runs off to get him. He climbs up the the um, the wall, Mm -hmm. and like a Spider Man, and uh, knocks out Von Iger. He punches him. Ooh, nice kick. That was a nice uh, kick. And he pulls him up and he goes, nothing to worry about, old boy, just a piece of lint. <laughs> and pulls it off of his jacket. And then the Pulitzer. The Pulitzer just seemed to show up right when they need him to. Yep. My favorite is how they just ended up randomly in the country exactly when they got right? on the ground. I know, right? On that one, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. He goes, did you spot your mother? He's got his back to them. And she's like, they're right over there. And he goes like, where? And he, he's like looking and he can't find them. And he turns around and she's gone. And I love this part. Mm-hmm. And he kind of smirks. And he's like, hey, I'm supposed to do that. <laughs> Too cute. Yeah, that's cute because he deserves it. Yes. <laughs> now they're in um, more back in like the plaza area. And they're having, uh, they're stopping at a cafe mm-hmm. with the boys. And they've done a lot of shopping. Boy, where are they going to put all that stuff they bought? My goodness. I don't know, but I just think I saw the redheaded lady again. <laughs> Did you really? <laughs> I missed her. She <laughs> probably is. turns around. She's, she's a stalker. Him. I don't know. Maybe they don't realize she's a stalker. Yeah. Yeah, she's behind him when he does the 
the turnaround looking for Amanda. And oh, like, really? <laughs> <That's> yeah. <laughs> so Amanda's like, I'm just going to go grab a couple of pictures. I'll be right back. Would you order some um, mineral water for me? So she's in this whole sweater vest and long sleeve and pants and everybody's walking around in shorts <laughs> and t-shirts yeah. so then she walks by and lee comes up behind her and and he's like uh giving her a heads up that had he made it back to the states and uh, some of the information that he's giving us is turning out to be valuable she's like what about the baron ah yes the baron our good friend and lynn picker <laughs> turns out he was a major financier for terrorist activities all over the world Oh, nice. Charming. I hope he and his friend enjoy prison food. Because they're going to be eating a lot of it. Could I ask you one question, she says? Yeah. How did you rig it so that I would pick the right coffee off the right shelf at the right time? He goes, uh, you didn't. I didn't? No, we did. How? He goes, remember the box boy dropping the can and it rolled under the counter? Well, he switched it with the winning can. We know what brand of coffee you drink. And she's like... You mean the box boy is an agent? <laughs> he goes, and the cashier. Gosh, used to be a simple neighborhood grocery store. <laughs> well, look, would you do me a favor? Would you not put any more winning contest tickets in my coffee cans? He goes, you got a deal. And she turns and he goes, but I'd keep my eye open for the breakfast cereal boxes. <laughs> They're so cute. Yep. He is adorable. He is cute. cute. I don't know. I think he's at like a, a level 12 at this episode. Like he was just charming and cute. Mm-hmm. He was kind of a jerk in some spots, but yeah. looks wise. But oh that priest goodness. outfit, holy <laughs> Wow. You want, uh, <laughs> you want to do some penance, huh? <laughs> you just it all there. <laughs> oh, I, I was. I was. She was like, oh, no, I'm not. I have no nope. problem with nope. that. I'm like, that just not throws my me religion. I don't care. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that I make it my naughty, naughty girl. <laughs> well, Lexi, if you're gonna go to hell, <laughs> I would say that's the way to do it. <laughs> yes. For this episode of Dottie's Bookshelf, we are going to give you recommendations on two fanfics that relate in some way to this episode. And the first one is called The Absolutely Amazing Milk Gown, and it's written by Kel in 2015. And it is about the outfit that Francine loans Amanda. And I was a little torn on this one only because I don't care for how they made it seem like the, the, the writer made it seem that Amanda's like a lot bigger than Francine in ways, which I disagreed. You know, it was like, um, it says the gown was gorgeous hue of cream and made it from a wonderfully soft and silky fabric. And then unfortunately was too loose around the chest and too tight around the hips which i don't see that happening agree (laughs) that just seemed weird but Mm -hmm. anyways it's and it was too short which i can see it being too short on amanda because she's kate's taller than martha but the tight on the hips thing kate has like no hips so that one was a little off for me but anyways Mm -hmm. it's a it's a story about the times they are changing based on this episode and uh, so that's the first one. The second one is written by Inner Thoughts, and it's called Orchids and Intrigue. And it's based a few weeks after the times they are changing. And so this one is, there's a mysterious man that seems to know all about Amanda and her family. 
And he also was connected to a couple of dead scientists. And like I said, this one takes place a few weeks after the times they are changing. So um, we will, as always, link these two stories on our website at mkcpodcast.com. So you can check those out. Greg Morton here. Scarecrow Mrs. King's Jamie King. I helped my brother win second place in the science fair. Now I'm helping MKC take first place in podcasting. Okay, Ernie the Camera brings you the video vault with videos selected especially for the episode, The Times They Are Changing. What do I think about when I think about this episode? Amanda with beer and Lee looking good in his European suit. Just picture it. So the first video is for Lee looking smoking hot in the suit. <laughs> the song is... <laughs> the song is Sharp Dressed Man by ZZ Top, and the video was put together by Love SK. And the second video is for Amanda and her fun with beer. The song is Hey Bartender by Johnny Lee, and the video was put together by Moxie's SMK Vids. Here's to Amanda dancing, drinking, and of course, spilling her beer on Lee. I love it. These videos can be found on YouTube, and we have provided links on our website at mkcpodcast.com don't forget to check us out on social media on facebook and twitter at mkc podcast and our website at mkcpodcast.com we also have a ton of fun in our private facebook group we post discussion questions trivia screen captures and do a lot of our interaction there so all you have to do is request to join answer the two questions and we'll get you added Join us next time as we discuss Season 2, Episode 3, Double Agent. Thanks, everyone. Bye. 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 Bye.